0: Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Coliseum podcast series. For this episode we've partnered with Dank, the disabled artist networking community run by Triple C. A call out was given to Dank members for short scripts in response to the theme of distance. We were overwhelmed with submissions and the Coliseum and the Triple C team have selected the three entries you will hear today. All actors cast are also members of Dank and we want to say a huge thank you to everyone who submitted their work. The three stories that you're gonna hear today are Personal Space by Adam Fenton, From a Distance by Andy Duffy and 25 meters from Salsa by Karen Featherston. You can find out more information about the writers and actors below the episode link. And a huge thank you to Melissa Johns and Sherry Lee Houston from Triple C for partnering with us on this project. For more information about Triple C, check out tripleczone.org And to keep up with the Dank events and opportunities or to join the network, follow at Dank underscore Mank on Twitter. Please also come back for episode five, where we present outcomes from our writing group, Scribbles, and the culmination of their terms work, led by Amy George. Sit back, relax, enjoy episode four. Thank you for listening.
1: Okay, say it again. The distance between me and the nearest star is 40 trillion kilometers. The distance between me and the Sun is 151.78 million kilometers. The distance between me and the Moon is 384,400 kilometers. The distance between me and the corner shop is three hundred and eighteen feet. That's nothing. It's like I'm there already before I even left. One tiny step from mankind. <laughs> but if that's the case, then why does it send sparks through my bones when I grip my door handle? And it's not the static. I've been wearing rubber gloves all the time recently. I was mainly speaking metaphorically anyway. Maybe that wasn't clear. Sorry. I haven't managed it since I tried last week, but we are moving on from that. This is all new to me. Uh, I'm not usually an anxious person. I'm just careful. I can weigh things up rationally and make informed decisions. It's not my sexiest quality, but it's got me this far. Didn't make me popular in school either. but when the other kids are playing football or climbing trees or making friends, I had my nose buried in a science book. (laughs) It sounds really sad, but it wasn't, I promise. I got really into astronomy, which is the coolest part of science in my opinion. Just to be clear, I'm into astronomy, not astrology. Astrology is all about star science and compatibility with energies and all that stuff. Which is nice, if you're into that. But I'm all about planets and nebulas and black holes. I had a poster of Carl Sagan in my room when I was younger. <laughs> it was him on one side and Robbie Williams on the other. He was just there. So when people came over, they wouldn't think I, I was weird. I mean, not that they really did, but it was there just in case. I was the only person I knew that was into astronomy, but that didn't really matter to me. There was something exciting about knowing that space was always there, even during the day. Like at any point, I could look up and know that it was still happening behind the scenes. Then at night, it was showtime. (laughs) Shooting stars black holes, asteroids, way more interesting than anything on earth. I've been watching meteor showers with my trusty telescope since I was 10. The Perseid meteor shower is my favorite. It happens every year like clockwork. It's reaching its peak tonight. When that happens, I stay up all night to watch it in my backyard. The neighbors think I'm mental but it's always the same routine. I get it all set out. My telescope, my comfy chair, and my bag of space raiders that I get from the corner shop. The one I always go to. The one uh, just down the road. Now I can literally see it from here. It's not that far, it's not. I'll be there I'll be there and back in a flash. Okay. Here goes. (sighs) The last time I left the house, I walked halfway down the street and just froze, like there was a rope tied to my front step with the other end was in my chest. And when it reached its limit, it tugged on my heart just enough to stop me in my tracks. I was lost at sea in dangerous waters, like the world was askew. I started to breathe really heavy. Tears ran down my cheeks. I ran to my front door like I used to run to my bedroom at night when I thought a monster was chasing me, like a child. It's embarrassing. Eileen from next door, saw me panting and sniveling and assumed I had really extreme hay fever. She's been posting anti through my letterbox for days now. I don't have the heart to tell her the truth. <laughs> Whatever that is. Then I'm scared. That for the first time in my life, vulnerable is something I can actually feel on my skin that being different is like a heavy weight sometimes. That going to get a bag of crisps feels like an astronomical feat. Then I know more about the galaxy than the community that I find more comfort and safety when I look above than when I look around me that I'm floating in a far-off galaxy and my tether is wearing thin like people are stars that seem closer than they actually are that I've lost my constellation. That I... Hello? Dear Sam, I got you the crisps you like for when you're doing your star watching tonight. I hope they are the right ones. Feel better soon. Eileen. Hmm. <laughs> Seems that some stars are closer than you think. I should go over and thank her, in person. But not tonight. Tonight, I just need some space.
2: Oakley
3: Manor. Hello? Could I speak to my Nan, please? Joan Winters. It's her grandson, Andy Murphy.
2: Joan? Telephone call. Your grandson.
3: Thank you. Hello? Hi, Nan. It's Andy. Who? Andy? Yes, Nan. Andy?
2: Andy Murphy?
3: Yes, Nan. I'm your grandson.
2: Oh, is that my little Nan?
3: <laughs> yes, it's me. Not so little now though.
2: Ooh, how old are you now?
3: I'm 28, man.
2: You're never...
3: Yes, I am. I'm getting old now.
2: How can you be that? I'm only 21. When are you coming to see me?
3: Oh, I don't know really. Hopefully soon. There is a virus going round.
2: A virus?
3: Yes, a virus. A bad one.
2: I think I've heard folk talk about that. I don't like to ask too much.
3: It's a nasty one. So we've got to be careful. We're not allowed out at the moment. Anyway, how are you?
2: Well, not so bad. Fair to Middleton, as your granddad would say.
3: <laughs> That's true. It's good then that you're doing okay.
2: If you say so. I was just thinking, if you're not allowed out, I'll come and see you. I could catch a bus. There's a stop right outside here. What would you like me to bring you? Some chocolate?
3: You're not allowed out either, Nan. We both have to stay in. And we can't go in each other's houses. We have to keep our distance. It's to keep us safe. Me and you especially. It's called shielding. Shielding? Yes. Shielding. So we don't catch the virus.
2: How funny. Shielding. You used to have a big shield, didn't you? A plastic thing.
3: You remembered.
2: I do. Your granddad made it out of an old dustbin lid. He did. And I bought you a sword.
3: I thought I was a gladiator.
2: You used to love playing in the garden. You'll have to come again soon. Tell your mum to bring you. We'll fetch the shield out if you like. I think it's in the shed.
3: Yeah, we'll hide underneath it.
2: I'll give you a big hug.
3: Under the shield?
2: Shall we have one now?
3: A hug? Yeah, go on then. Come here. That's nice. That's better, isn't it? It is. It is. So I'll call you in a couple of days, Nan?
2: Yes, I've got to go now anyway, love. The lady wants to use the phone. She wears a mask, you know. She can't help it. There's some funny folk in here.
3: Yeah. Well, bye then, Nan.
2: Bye bye love, see you soon, and we'll plan a nice day out, go to Southport, you can bring your shield if you like.
3: Yeah, I'll bring my shield.
4: The drill, Alf. We have to time your walking speed over 25 metres. Have you been? Crap. Sorry to hear that. Is it you walking?
5: No. Yes. Mm. Yes.
4: (sighs) Nearly there.
5: I'm sure 25 metres was shorter last time. Have you moved the tape?
4: Come and take a seat, Alf. <sighs> I'm afraid it's bad news.
5: Have I got slower?
4: Looking at your chart, no. Twenty five metres at about the same pace?
5: Could have sworn I deteriorated. Damn it.
4: Alf, it's a good thing that you walk and it's not worse. Most people Can I ask why you want to be slower?
5: I want to try this new drug. I'm planning to I'm not most people.
4: And no, it's a disappointment. I can't give you a prescription. But look at it this way. You haven't deteriorated.
5: How am I ever going to try this wonder drug?
4: I've explained the parameters of the prescribing criteria. Nice won't let-
5: Was there ever a government institute with a more ill-fitting name?
4: Nice won't let us prescribe to those with your walking speed. You have to get much worse. Much slower before I can give you a prescription.
5: Well, I do have a progressive condition, so there's hope.
4: Hang in there, Alf.
5: Dear Sheila, I hope this email finds you well. Mm. Dear Sheila, hi Sheila. Hey Sheila, hi, Dollface. Sheila, I hope you are well. Thanks for the um, reaching out after all these years. Hmm. Despite your kind invitation, I'm afraid I won't be able to try salsa with you at your class next month as I can no longer walk well to the point where can no longer dance, cannot, can't really. I find it impossible to, no, no. Unfortunately, I have a prior event. Hmm. Wouldn't call watching Gogglebox an event. Why don't I just tell her?
4: You ready? (sighs)
5: <sighs> Nurse!
4: Steady there. Am <sighs> I slower? I'm afraid so. Quite a lot slower.
5: Back of the net.
4: <laughs> I can prescribe you a month's worth of pills. Start them today and see how you get on. They only improve walking a little. Just, don't expect too much.
5: And slide. Step together, step together, and slide. Step together, step together, and slide. I thought I'd give you a call, Sheila. It's been a few years, isn't it? I suppose we've both changed. I'm so glad you got in touch. Some people just steer clear of Facebook, but I'm...
2: Stop blathering, Alf.
5: I'm not the uh, snake-hipped dandy used to meet on the seafront. I'm old. I use a wheelchair. I've put you off, haven't I? You want a dance partner, and all I can do is to tap my feet. Well, one of them.
2: It's a wheelchair dance class. You what? Wheelchair salsa. I use a wheelchair, and I assumed you would borrow one of the free ones when you got there. That's what the ablies do. Welcome to the club, Alf, you daft old fool.
4: How are you coping? If you could step out of your wheelchair and... What are you doing? Alf? Mr Hennison?
5: Couldn't see me for dust, eh?
4: We need to test you. For your chart. Your walkings.
5: Walking's overrated. Tell me, do you dance at all?